Okay, the director's ready, talent's ready, cue the opening. Hello my friend and welcome to the WW Radio Show, your Walt Disney World information station. I am your host, Lou Mangello, and this is show number 461, and I'm here once again, not only to help you have the best possible vacation experience when you come to the parks, but I also want to bring you a little bit of Disney magic every week with the podcast, videos, blog, live broadcasts every Wednesday on Facebook, my books, audio tours, and more. You can find everything over at www.radio.com. So exploring and understanding a nation, or in this case, a World Showcase pavilion, is best achieved when accompanied by a guide. And this week, we're going to tour the UK pavilion and Epcot's World Showcase with not just a friend from England, but with a bit of a different spin as we snack our way around the UK. We'll start off a proper English day by visiting Yorkshire Fish and Chips and then sampling a wide variety of snacks from the Tea Caddy, all recorded live in Walt Disney World. I'll then have the answer to our last Walt Disney World trivia question of the week and pose a new challenge for your chance to win a Disney prize package. Then stay tuned to the end of the show for some updates and announcements, including information about our next meet of the month in Walt Disney World, The Purge, Momentum, and more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of the WDW Radio Show. Much like the name of the secondary entrance to Epcot Center, I believe World Showcase truly is an international gateway. And not just the ability that it affords you to see architecture and meet people uh, and learn about some of the countries, but if you've listened to the show before, you know that I believe wholeheartedly that one of the best ways to learn about a people and its culture is through the food and snacking your way around World Showcase is one of my favorite ways to enjoy it. And today on a picture-perfect Florida afternoon, uh, I am sitting in outside of one of my favorite, and one of the ones we've talked about on the show before, Pavilions, which is the United Kingdom. Uh, in the past, I've done a number of shows, um, oftentimes with my friend Emma from the United Kingdom, where we compared how this fantasy version, this Disney-fied version of the UK, compares to the real thing. I'll link to that episode in the show notes. She and I have also gotten together, and we've had high tea at the Grand Floridian to compare what having afternoon tea is like here versus tea uh, there. But we're here... Uh, we also did a live review of The Rose and Crown. We've really explored a lot that there is to, uh, to explore here in the UK. But today I'm sitting outside because I think one of the things that you can do when you come here, and even if you want to sample some of the flavors, you don't necessarily have to sit down and make 11 table service dining reservations or even have a full meal. Sometimes it's fun 
to just, I know some people like to drink their way around the world. I prefer instead to snack my way around World Showcase. And today, I want to learn a little bit more about snacking my way through the United Kingdom. And of course, I cannot do this alone, although that means I wouldn't have to share quite as much. But I needed to do it with someone from the United Kingdom to take my hand and guide me through all of the snack options that we can find here in the uh, in the tea caddy and some of the other shops. And I am so excited to welcome to the show a longtime friend who you are the perfect example of what I have said since day number one, that we are friends whether we have met yet or not. You are Martin Moja 10S <laughs> in the box and on many of the social from the United Kingdom. Welcome, my friend. Thank you, Lou. That was a wonderful introduction. Very kind of you indeed. It's lovely to be here and an honour to be um, representing the UK of the UK fans of the Walt Disney World Radio Nation. Emma's going to be so jealous. Oh, yes. Hello, I Emma. Like I feel like I'm cheating on Emma in the United Kingdom. Hello, Emma. Actually, Emma's um, show made us, my wife and I, go to the uh, Garden View and have the breakfast, the, the, garden, the afternoon tea. tea yeah. Yes, it was lovely. Uh, she's right about the tea bags, though. We did miss the tea bags. <laughs> Yeah, we did. We've had a, a lovely time, as it were, um, when we really got to explore the pavilion and compare. You know, I think it was a really good example of, of how this and, and some of the other countries, you know, compare to the, the real world, what, what the real United Kingdom is like. Obviously, you don't see probably many cottages that look like the tea caddy, but we were able to compare and yeah. contrast um, the Disney-fied version and some of the history and obviously some of the flavors as well. But one of the things that I had never done before was um, actually go through into a place like the Tea Caddy and try a number of the, the sweets and the snacks. And you were incredibly kind and generous, as were some other friends in the United Kingdom, who either brought some over to the meet of the month or have sent them to me in the post, in the yeah. mail, whatever you call it. Yeah, that's right. I was just so happy to bring some Cadbury's chocolate, some real chocolate, <laughs> as everyone says. Um, there's a certain flavor to Cadbury's chocolate that you just can't get anywhere else. And I was talking to one of the cast members in the Tea Caddy, and she was saying exactly the same. They they actually don't have the same chocolate here, even though it's saying it's some of it's UK. It's not really. Um, it's not as good tasting. So I was so glad to be able to bring some, even though I got quite a few people saying, you missed this, you missed that. There's loads. So we could bring all sorts. But I was hoping the sample I gave you was good enough to get you introduced, introduced into a great culture of English chocolate. It was delicious and very different. I think that's part of the reason why I wanted to do this here with you live because I think sometimes people walk through and they look and see and, and they you know laugh or giggle and wonder what it's like we're actually going to buy some and try some and uh, compare sort of my Americanized palate of sweets versus uh, see how this sort of compares to what we have in uh, in America because I know and we'll talk when we get in there that um, I know a lot of people that really like a lot of the UK candies and, and sweets and, and chocolates even more so than they like some of the ones from the States. Yeah, yeah, I think most of us say the same because I've had the Hershey's they're nice but they're a darker kind of taste mm -hmm. whereas the uh, English chocolate or British chocolate is Cadbury's with special Cadbury's um, or even Nestle's and Mars, they've got a lot more milk and a lot more sweetness so it's a sweet rather than something you're kind of going oh, okay, I'd rather not eat all this um, you can't share when you have British chocolate, you go, no, it's mine, leave it alone, as you fell when I, with your kids. It's uh, yours to have. And there's so many varieties as well. And uh, again, I, was, I brought a box of uh, a collection choice, but I could have brought twice, three lots. There's so many you could 
have a sample trial because they're great. There's so much good chocolate. And so very different, and, and we'll talk about that. But as you yeah. may or may not know, I'm actually more of a savory guy than I am my than I am a, a, a sweet eater. Um, but, you know, it is, um, it, it's lunchtime here when we're sitting down to record this. And as a wide man, wise man once said, I think we should sort of follow this guideline, uh, you can't have your pudding if you don't eat your meat. So I think that we need, maybe need to sample, as long as we're snacking our way around, I think it's not just sweets and candies. You can snack your way around uh, the promenade, not just during food and wine or flower and garden, but a lot of the pavilions like UK have something like the Yorkshire County Fish Shop. So maybe what we should do, Martin, is why don't we share a little bit of traditional fish and chips. Let's talk about just how authentic those really are. And then, uh, and then we'll go in and sample some of the sweets. That sounds good, mate. As I say, let's have some chips. And pudding, is, is, like, is pudding another word for, for sweets, or is it pudding, pudding? Well, there's variants, but pudding normally is a dessert, so we have pudding. But ha- having said that, there's Yorkshire pudding, which is a savoury dish okay. kind of thing that you have. So it does get mixed, but really, when we say let's have a pudding, you're going for the sweets, the desserts. So you, have, you finish with a nicer, kind of delicate to the palate of a sweet type of thing once you've had your main meal. So we always have a pudding. All right, so let's grab some fish and chips, and then we'll make our way to the pudding. That sounds good. So one of the things I love about the Yorkshire County Fish Shop is that, and you get this with a lot of places on the promenade, like as you walk by, like you can smell it even before you get it. You can smell the fish and the french fries, and it's uh, it's sort of a uh, an olfactory weenie that sort of draw, that draws you over. So we have a, um, a fish and chips, and I also had to get, just because, a Victoria sponge cake, which is filled with jam and buttercream. Um, I've never had this before. Yeah, it normally doesn't go with fish and chips, but <laughs> See, all right, so we're learning. So we're learning. So we actually get we get two pretty good size pieces of fish in a nice basket of yeah. chips uh, served on a, um, a, a sort of a newspaper. Yeah. When I was a little boy, um, it used to be Friday nights was fish and chip night, and my dad used to go down to the local fish and chips, get it, and it was always in old newspaper. And then it was a Friday night, you get all the vinegar, you get all the mess, and you sit down and watch telly in. in in those days, I'd be watching the film, uh, a thing called Dad's Army. And it just brings back all those memories, eating fish and chips, Friday night, watching telly, British telly, perfect. Yeah, yeah. And I love that. I love how, you know, I think food does that. You know, it brings back so many memories. Sometimes we enjoy food not just because of the flavor, but because the memories of we have with, with family or friends. Um, so, I mean, is, is fish and chips as common of a meal as we Americans may perceive it, or is it something that you have once a week? It's normally a Friday thing, but it varies wherever you are in the country, depending on what you want. But also, it could be a pub food. After the pub yeah. shuts, you go and have something to eat, it's fish and chips. Um, but and are there, like, street vendors that sell it? or Not vendors, more like shops, okay. like that one. The, the fish shop is perfect. It's exactly like that. We've got a couple in town, and then you get the variants who do it. Obviously, in the restaurants, you get the fish and chips. But the local ones are really nice because they make good batter. Okay. That's important. You have a real good batter, and we have um, locally for us down south our, f- our white fish is cod, 
and the cod, it, oh, it's gorgeous, it's soft. But you can get variants, but that's a real loved one because when you bite into it, it's really soft. And, and the best way for it all is it's got to be soft. You, right. you can have it hard. Other people like it hard. I really like it soft, and then it's a real moisture. So there's different fish. It's, a, so some, it's always a white fish, but it could be cod, yeah, it could haddock. be something else. Haddock is the other one I know about. So, yeah, they're variants, but I've never really liked any of the others but cod, and that's what I was brought up on. Like you said, memories come from those, and that's what I always remember my dad buying us. It was always uh, the cotton chips. And for what? And you said before that that the fish and chips that served out here are slightly different than the one that served inside the Rosen Crown, right? Yes, that's right. Either it's, it's not just the fish; they have uh, the beer batter. Um, now you would normally get that in restaurants rather than in the local shops. Okay. That's kind of more of a delicatessen kind of style, you know, more up, up market if you would call it. But then again, depending on where you are in the country. You may get it regular, but okay. down south we have it more as it's in the restaurants. You get the, ba- the beer batter one. So when you go up to the little condiment bar there, there's ketchup for some reason. There's, there's mustard. There is, uh, of course, uh, some picnic brand tartar sauce. But I think I'm doing it right. I'm a malt vinegar guy, and I think I'm raising my children correctly because that's how we like to eat our, our fish and chips. Yes, exactly. The chips are not the same without malt vinegar. Um, you, I, was quite, I was talking to a cast member from uh, the UK pavilion there saying the same thing. She said, I couldn't understand what else we put it on. I thought, you're right. We only put it on chips. Because right. so often here we have tartar sauce on yeah. fish, especially on fried fish. Um, and, I, and, and I like tartar sauce, but I think sometimes it, it masks... The flavor a little bit, um, especially if it's a it's a very heavy mayonnaise yeah. type tartar sauce. Yeah, we don't do any of that. Normally, it's just the fish on its own, and it's the chips that have the um, salt and vinegar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe ketchup. I love ketchup as well with mine. And others do brown sauce, which I, we were talking about before about the brown sauce, which is more of a spicier kind of uh, sauce. But again, it can mix it with anything. So it's another one of those things that we love. We do like our sauces, like ketchup and brown sauce, are the two main ones. And they are ones that we can vary for different meals. Like we were talking about bacon butter. You can have it with bacon buttons and all that stuff, see? So I just like the, I just like the way you describe food. That's the word you use. Emma's the same way. And we're chip butties. All right, so I brought a whole... I bought like a queen's load of malt vinegar. You prepare this just the way you would have it at home because I want to make sure that I'm doing it proper. Proper with my really bad Dick Van Dyke English <laughs> accent. Yeah, oh, oh, there you go. That's probably a bit too much on that bit. But, oh, the other thing missing is salt. We ain't got any salt. So normally you have salt and vinegar, you see, on the chips. So we'll have to go and get some salt. Oh, I'll have to get some, okay, well, I'll have to get I'll more get, salt. I'll go and get the salt. I'll do that, sir, as you've already got the fish. <laughs> so polite, the English are so nice. <laughs> Bear with me. Just scatter some salt over that. There you go. Nice. Don't be shy. All oh, right, right. There's no blood pressure cuff here, so we're fine. <laughs> so now that that to me looks like proper fish and chips, mate. So you're going to have that, and it's going to be like a proper English t- British taste. Um, you've got the various ch- differences there, you see. So you're going to get all the different bits to it, which I love. So, and you put malt vinegar on the chips and the fish. Yeah, you can do it on either. I prefer normally the chips only, because I love the taste of the batter and the, the fish, you see. And then I don't like to hide it in any way. Uh, but then, again, the other thing is that normally you can dip the, the batter afterwards, the harder bits of batter in the, in the um, tomato ketchup. Okay, all right. Tomato. 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 Yeah, sorry. All right, so this is another... So fork and knife or just pick it up and eat it like a sandwich? No, no, no. Pick it up. Pick it up. boy. So you need to tell me mm. how this compares to home. That's good. That's good. Yep. Chips are good. Chips are good. That's for sure. I never, like I say, real chips, what we call thick. 
the French fries are good, you know, in like some McDonald's, but these are real British chips where you get a nice larger size and you've got a bit of the uh, potato skin. Yeah. That's how we like it, a bit more roughness. This is how I like it too. I like I like some heartiness to my uh, to my chips. <laughs> a lot of our, actually, that's a good point. A lot of British food is hearty. Because it's, I was going to swear then, excuse my French, <laughs> because it's always cold. So eating here today in lovely hot Florida sun is a bit odd. But it's yeah, if it was cold and raining, it would be much more appropriate <laughs> yeah. for. Uh, I don't know how you guys survive. I don't know how we survive out here. So I just I went right for the fish, and I, you know I've always really enjoyed this. And it's a you know whether it's a quick little grab and go type snack, or if you sit down by the water, because I think even for like a a, a quick counter service, there's a really nice crust on the fish, but it's not it's not overly you know a lot of times you get fried food, you have to really worry about how greasy yeah. it is. I have to say that is that is wonderful. I've just had a good good bite of that. There's not much left of it, um, and it's so soft. Mm-hmm. And that's to me. I, when you go into the uh, chip shop, you really don't want to get the old fish. You want them just making it because it's nice like this, nice and soft and buttery. And buttery, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, obviously, you, you do get the grease and all that stuff, but that's yeah, you know, it's all part of the whole ambience and the whole thing about it. Um, but it makes that's not grease. Those are the calories when you put it on the. <laughs> When you put it on here, those are all the calories dripping out. Oh, sorry, you got me in full mouth then. I'm, I, I can't stop eating the fish. Um, but it's so soft. And it's a good temperature as well. I'm really pleased with that. That, I'm so glad they do it that way because that is a real, true representation of fish and chips to me. That. See, that, that's so, you know, it's so nice to hear because I always worry that we have not a Disney-fied version, but more of an Americanized mm. version. I think some... Uh, some other countries potentially do uh, might change the ratio of spices and yeah. things like that to make it more <laughs> appealable to an American palate. Um, but if you're saying that this is sort of a, a, you know very much authentic, I think that's a, a really nice endorsement, especially for something like this where it's you know very quick grab and go counter service. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you're, there's a good point about that. Is we we obviously like Chinese food as well in the UK. Really? Yeah, quite a lot. So it's Chinese, you know, and fish and chips. Um, and it's again, it's very much Westernized, isn't it? The Chinese style of eating the food or the making of the food. So it's good to see this has not been changed one bit. This is just as it should be. So it's good to see and good and good tasting. Love it. Matt, I could do this all day long. <laughs> We're sitting out here in the shade. There's the music in the background. There's the people walking by. You're looking out over the promenade. Like, this is such a nice spot out here. you got to remember the last time I ate fish and chips, it was dark, raining. <laughs> it, was, uh, it wasn't warm. Um, so this is a bit strange. So this is very unique and awesome because it's just, like I say, apart from the great company I'm with, um, what a place to eat. Uh, again, you wouldn't normally see France just over the, the bridge, but it's just one. It's right across the channel. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's wonderful, though, because we've, we're, luckily we've caught a good day where it's actually quite a nice breeze as well. Um, so I'm very happy to be eating here with you, sir. And this, and this the fish and chips was, I think, $10.49 or so. But as you can see, especially if you just want to have like a snack or a light lunch, there's enough here to share. I mean, there's two pieces of fish two and there's pieces. enough chips, yeah. Yeah, two pieces, and, and that fish is a good size. Uh, the difference in the UK, you probably get the one fish a little bit longer, but you get a load of chips. 
and they do it, they pile them up. And the one thing I've noticed here, which is good in a way, there are no drag ends, as they call them, which is the little bits. We get loads of it, you know. What do you call Drag ends, there's all little bits, you know. <laughs> and you get these things where you've just basically, they'll scoop them up, yeah. plonk them in, mate, here you go, get on with it. A lot of crumbs. Yeah, 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 exactly, get on with it. And you go, okay, I'll take it, you know. Uh, but it's the, it's the top stuff you really want, and that's why this is just perfect. Yeah, and it's a nice size portion too. Uh, sometimes you always worry that you get small portions, but this is. And like I said, I can just sit. French fries are my weakness. Like it is definitely part of my death row meal. Well, I wouldn't normally. Nice, no, say fish and chips. Uh, what's the time? Oh, it's twelve oh eight. Type of thing. Because it's an evening meal type thing for us, okay. normally. As I say, we'd have it in... Oh, so this is not normally like a lunchtime type no. thing? Okay. Well, it varies where you are, but the majority of the time it would be an evening thing. And again, it used to be like us, Friday evenings we'd have it and it was a treat. And we'd have fish and chips and then watch a bit of telly in the dark, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Putting the money in the meter and getting the electricity to come back on. Um, but again, it was such a nice treat to have. And, and sometimes with a bottle of Coke. That was the other thing. You'd get a bottle of Coke. And those are great days. Like you said, food brings back good memories and does for me. If French fries or chips were a health food, I would be an Adonis. I would be a god among men because I could eat French fries and potatoes uh, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. These are awesome. They're a good size as well. Um, nice and chunky. So, yeah, I agree with you. I'm having the time of my life, sir. It's really nice. And we haven't even gotten to, like, the sweet part. We're supposed to be snacking oh. and we're still... <laughs> don't, don't get me started. Oh, my God, yeah. But I think this, I mean... This is a great example of, it, you know, a snack is whatever you yeah. want it to be. So it doesn't have to be chocolate and sweets. It could be a beverage. It could be yeah. fish and chips. we got to try our um, our little... I don't even want to try the cake. I just want to keep eating chips all day. Not my cup of tea that normally after a fish and chips. But I was quite um, apprehensive when you said about, oh, let's go and get some fish and chips. I thought, oh, no, because normally it's quite a lot. Mm. You know, this lunchtime, I'd rather have just a little bit. This is a perfect snack size. Perfect. So you want to do this, and you've got room for everything else. And look, no, no one thing, Martin. When you dine with me, no chip gets left behind. So No, definitely. I think with me as well, we'd be fighting over the last chip. So, yeah, and also the other thing is about this is you're an Epcot. You want to walk around and try some others later. So it gives you room. you got 1.2 miles around this promenade to walk off your uh, your fish and chips. So, But I, I had to get this little cake because I'd never seen it before. Yeah. Um, so I figured we just need to try it for, again, this is part of what we do in, in, the, in the research. <laughs> more so it's like a small, it's in like a little ramekin. It's probably about four or five inches and it is a soft spongy cake and it looks like it has um, actually it's two spongy cakes with some jam and buttercream in it that's it jam and butter hmm it's um oh it's nice it's not too it's not super sweet it's more like a um it's almost like a little strawberry shortcake. You have to try some. Definitely. And I'm just doing that to, to distract you from the chips, just so I can eat the rest of these. Mm. Oh, that's all right. One thing I don't like is dry. I want to have moisture. I want to have something with all the flavors coming out, rather than having to have a drink to get the flavors right. to come out. That's good. And sometimes you worry about things that are pre-packed. I mean, it's not pre-packaged. It's obviously fresh. It was obviously made this morning because the cake is very, very moist. Wow, yeah, this is soft, uh, very moist. Oh. Yeah, keep eating it. Don't watch nah. me in the chips. I've just lost out on the chips, folks. <laughs> but I'm going for the pudding now. So. Yeah. Normally I wouldn't have this. I think yeah. I've, I've well, listen, don't get full because no. we still have to finish our, the rest of our snacks in our, in our snack review. <laughs> but this... Um, this is a lovely little lunch or a snack yeah. 
fish and chips. If you want a little bit of cake, obviously they serve a number of different beers right there. And again, you don't have to go inside Rose and Crown's dining room or even in the pub. You can grab it, and I love sitting out. There's actually two levels of seating over by the water, by the bridge that, that leads you over to France. So you can grab this. Um, you don't have to worry about having any kind of reservations, and then you just uh, you walk down and, uh, and can sit down by the water and then wash it down with a wide variety of sweets. I think that's the next bit I'm really looking forward to is the sweets. It's time we move on to the tea caddy. <laughs> So happy I wore my British stretchy pants today. And as we walk across the the cobblestone street uh, to the the tea caddy, you know the UK is one of those pavilions that I love wandering through. Uh, you know that sort of that winding street that leads you into the back. It's sort of like Morocco. I think a lot of times people walk by and they don't necessarily go back there because they look on the map and there's no attraction or maybe they don't go into the shops. We wandered through before. We met a, a very lonely Mary Poppins and, and got some time to chat with her. I did my best Dick Van Dyke impression. She ran off screaming, <laughs> but that, you know. But it's so, um, it's so lovely back there and there's the, the hedge maze. And again, as you walk through, you're sort of moving forward in time and, and through the UK and seeing some of the different architectural styles as well. I'm quite lucky where we live in the south. Um, the Twining's Tea Caddy, um, we're in little villages. They're all over the place. Yeah? Yeah, all these styles are all over here. And then the rest of the stuff, yes, that's some of that's, that's Hampton Court, I think it is London. Um, but the other Tudor elements, um, I'm near a, a city called Salisbury, which has got a big Salisbury Cathedral, and it's got all Tudor. Like so. the steak? <laughs> Sorry, the food again. I love that. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah, the architecture is um, something that actually does fit right. It does. There, you can find it. Not always everywhere, but you can find it. Like I say, the caddy house, caddy tea caddy shop. Um, I got loads. We got loads of those little um, cottages where we live. It's really neat to know. You know, this obviously is meant to represent a, a time period. You know, fourteen, fifteen hundreds in the United Kingdom. So it's nice to know that some of those things are, are still there. Um, unlike the ones in the UK, this one's actually air conditioned too, which is which is also really nice. So as you come through, um, obviously there are um, it's it's a Twining's tea caddy, and they've now expanded this this sort of the, the fireplace room where they have. Um, it's full of teas. They back. I was nervous when I first got here. They moved the candy. They moved the candy, and I got really, really, really nervous. We're doing a very small uh, review. The funny thing is, I used to work for Twinings. Really? Yeah. Um, they have three sites in the UK. One London, of course. One in Newcastle and Andover, where I live. And I used to do IT computers. And okay. I used to do the computer services on a shift basis. Oh, doing shift work. Oh, but it was Twinings. So I, I, was, well, I was here. So during um, the Flower and Garden, oftentimes they'll have. Um, one thing you need to do, and, and I didn't get a chance to tape it last time, was the Twining's tea tour oh, right. outside. But last time I was here, Mr. Twining's himself was here. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Hey. So we, had a, we had to chat a little bit about <laughs> tea, and um, I'm sure I, I, I think I do my tea wrong because I don't always put milk in it. But. Well, they vary all over the place. My wife has different perp- When My wife from work, her work, she does the teas. They have about four lined up, all differently brewed, yeah. all differently set up because each one has a different way. You put the milk in first. We could almost do a tea tour of the t- and just yeah. get a whole bunch because there's probably... 20 different teas yeah. that you can get here. Uh, they have some neat little sample packs. I think uh, you had a, a, a Yorkshire tea, weren't you? Yorkshire tea, I saw. So that's the yellow box of tea bags. 
and that's the builders kind of tea, which is well, our favourite. And it's where we are. It's for hard water, which is where you get a lot more chalk in the water. Okay. So they designed the tea bags and to help with that. I, I love tea. I am a uh, I am a tea drinker. But uh, over in this second section, this is where all the the sweets are. And I've been exposed to some of these before, thanks to you and a couple of people. And, and Emma have brought some over to me in the past. I've seen some things that I've never seen here before. So let's take a little, sort of a little mini snack tour. <laughs> you can tell me about some of the sweets and then we'll grab a bunch and then sample ones that you think are, uh, are good representations. They are. There's quite a few here which I like. Obviously, you've got the Cadbury's, which is um, the, the box of chocolates I brought over for Lou. And we're looking at the moment. It's and then the Cadbury's are, it's, it's a, you said it's a, it's a different type of chocolate than the, yeah. like the Cadbury we might get here. It's a much yeah. milkier. Yeah, um, it's got more cocoa butter, apparently, and a lot more milk. And that was something they introduced years ago, bringing more milk into it. So it then makes it a sweet. And that's what sweet should be. It should be nice and soft and not too bitter. So that's why our chocolate... No, no offence, but it's the best, you know. And that's because it's got those lovely soft flavours in it that makes it a real sweet that you you want more, you crave for more. So yeah, so there's a few here that I love, and then obviously there's nestles which I'm just looking at and round trees. Fruit pastels are good. Uh, fruit gums. I got you um, wine gums, which is the cabbage. They were version. they were deli- They didn't last very long. I'll yeah. tell you. Um, we used to get uh, used to always have the Mickey when we were kids because we used to think they were real wine in them. <laughs> um, but no, no, they were just fruit. But it's just the way that they created them. Um, right. So, this, so for us, it's um, it's just like a soft gummy, almost like a um, like a dot um, or, or like a yeah, um, almost like goofy gummy bears. But they're yeah, hard, a little yeah, bit yeah. harder than gummy bears. Um, but they got the great juices and oh, yeah. But not everything is again. Not everything here is chocolate. There's um, this. English cream toffees. There's licorice, which is a, a much. It's a little bit stronger of a licorice than we are than what I think we get here. It's yeah. not a Twizzler. No, not. Oh, don't, I love strawberry Twizzlers. They're one of my favorites. I have to always take a load home because we don't get them in the UK. Really? No, no. We uh, the strawberry licorice oh, Twizzlers are awesome, but we do get licorice, of course. But it's just that Twizzler is one of my favorites. Tribor extra strong mint, sir. Only if you wish. No, actually, they're not as bad as... uh, You can get Fisherman's... um, Oh, I forgot what they're called. Fisherman's uh, sweets, and they'll blow your brains out. So these these extra... I mean, it's almost almost like a warning as opposed to something... These are, like, super, super strong, like, clear the nasal passages type... Exactly. Very much so. They'll clear almost anything. So it's um, one of those things you take when you just need something to help clear your nasals. Oh, Galaxy, yeah. Uh, Galaxy Ripple. Galaxy... (laughs) i got to stop using my best. Sorry. I'll stop. <laughs> I'm waiting for James Mason to come next. <laughs> so, yeah, um, animal bars. Yeah, Nestles. Again, Nestles do quite a lot that, um, of good chocolate and galaxies. Um, and munchies. munchies. Yeah, yeah. Again, all sorts of variations. Are, of, they, are they chocolates or are yeah, they... Yeah, chocolates with biscuit time stuff inside them. Okay. So, yeah, you get a very... And it seems like there's a lot of that. There's a lot of uh, mixing yeah. of the sweet and... and As you, I say, McVitie's are over there. Uh, and everybody knows McVitie's digestives and hobnobs. They're the favourites, you know. For... He's speaking Klingon to me. It doesn't even speak like... So this section we're looking at at the moment is the, I would call, um, the, the boring section. This is the where you get variants of chocolates. Uh, and toffees, okay. but the sweets are the Cadbury's okay. and Mars bars and all those things. So we've got what else we got here? Um, so Butlers, butlers um, oh yes, purve- yeah. they are. I like this purveyors of happiness. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of an upper kind of glass uh, of chocolate class okay. of chocolate type of thing. Oh, just an Irish whiskey. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So there's Butler also makes on a higher shelf uh, 
Irish whiskey, milk, and dark chocolate truffles. Yeah, yeah, something. To and have Irish late. whiskey toffee. Yes, something to have late at night. I would think on those, uh, especially with the Irish whiskey in there. I'm just looking around to see what else. So foxes, glacier mint, arrow bubbles. Yeah, I, I've no. seen these before. Yeah, normally, well, they're available now in this style. But the arrow bar is brilliant. Uh, the mint bar, arrow mint bar. Again, somebody was saying about why didn't you bring Lou a mint bar? You're right. <laughs> the arrows are lovely as well. Another good set of chocolate. And but that's from Nestle's. That's it. And they're arrows because they're they're filled with little it, it little like air bubbles inside. Yeah. That's correct. And we've just moved over, funny enough, to the uh, other section of sweets. But this is so. This is one thing I, I saw before. So Cadbury drinking chocolate. That's yeah. origi- that's originally how chocolate was consumed was as a, a beverage, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah, um, still is. My wife loves hot chocolate. It's one of her favourites, and uh, mochos are kind of similar to that. But, but is, it, is it a little bit different than American hot chocolate? Is it yeah. a much stronger? Yeah, flavor? stronger, yeah, yeah. A lot of flavour and thickness to it, so she loves them. But I'm just looking over here. we just come over to this other side, and we've got uh, malt loaf. Ah, oh, malt loaf's lovely. <laughs> so, I love malt loaf. Just so you know, when I hear malt loaf, I, I think something that doesn't look like... It says deliciously squidgy energy. Yeah. It's, it's a loaf bread style with raisins oh, it in is. it. Yeah, yeah, with raisins in it. It's really nice. But the funny thing is, I'm just looking at here, we're, we're set to a selection here that has HP sauce next to it. Now, I was talking to Lou before, HP sauce, I didn't even know what was in it, but it's just a brown, spicy sauce. It's brilliant, a, a hotty, hottish kind of sauce. Um, that you put on your bacon butties and chips, if you wish. Um, now, wait, Emma has told me about the chip butties, yeah. which I've never had before. I think that's my one reason I need to come to the UK. A chip butty is basically like a potato chip sandwich. Yep, exactly right, Lou. Bread, chips inside, mate, squash it. And then you've got your bacon, uh, chip butty. And then you could do the same with bacon. So you do the same with that. And then I used to do that as a kid, but I put... Doritos in between two pieces of white bread. Don't judge me, but at least I had the right. And don't forget, we mentioned also about um, the crisp, the various crisp sandwiches you can make now, which is where you take away, (laughs) you remove the ham, say, and you put crisps inside and crush it with the bread. So, is it just something that you? And forgive the ignorant question: Is it something that you just kids make at home, or you go out and buy? Or especially the crisp ones, that's you make yourself. They don't really make them elsewhere. You just have to get the bread and squeeze it together, put the crisps in the middle, and. Bob's your uncle, and you've got a nice sandwich then, and away you go. You were chatting before we we started recording with a a cast member from the UK, and you were all just sort of sharing stories about making your your chip butties. Yeah, it was great, because uh, Georgie, hello Georgie, uh, helped me out and remind me some other stuff, Georgie, and it was what butties and stuff that came to light, and it was great chatting to her and remembering various bits, even one of the adverts for the sweets, which is... um, for Penguin was an ad for, for Penguin so you'll see that round here in a minute and we used to watch that when we were kids so there's all those things that she, and we, her and I were chatting about just now I'm very sorry to interrupt but Mary Poppins and I were just having a little chat and we decided that'd be a good idea for you to actually be able to taste some of the hey. chocolate so we chose two they're a little bit different to anything that you have in the US yeah. uh, we've gone for a Terry's Chocolate Orange which also had a very famous commercial as well yeah. um, with a how'd, that com- how'd that commercial go? Um, they're not Terry's they're mine it was a Dawn French that did that Do one. Do you remember the fries one? This is Turkish yeah, Delight. Yeah, Turkish Delight. Turkish Delight. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember, yeah. But that one's Arabian. Yeah, it's Lost very different Arabian. to anything you have, so I thought these two would be good for you. To oh, try. thank so you. So, so wait, I'm going to have to try it right now while you're yeah. standing here. Yeah, yeah. See what you think. This is the moment of truth. I'm so nervous. <laughs> So the fries, when you open up, it sort of, um, it almost looks like layers of, like, tangerine slices. Yep. Chocolate orange. Chocolate orange. Yeah. 
chocolate orange. Oh, let me break one. We have it. Yeah, we actually have it in the shape of an orange, and it breaks off in segments in the UK as well, rather than mm. just the yeah. bar. Um, oh, We'd have that at Christmas. Mm. Yeah, it's just random to say thanks. For That's that. lovely. <laughs> it's lovely. It is. It's good. It's so nice. It's got um, you do you taste that that hint of the citrusy orange, mm-hmm. but it's not overpowering. Mm. Yeah. And I see what you mean about he was saying how the chocolate is um. Much milkier mm. than, yeah, American. Mm. But that one's made mm. with real orange oil as well, so that's why the citrus flavor is a little bit, yeah. bit more, a bit stronger. But it's not overpowering. Exactly. Like, it's really, really nice. It's not like an orange liqueur kind of thing that's inside right, the yeah. chocolate. It's not like a jello or anything. It's just very subtle in the chocolate. And by definition, it makes it healthy because there's fruit in it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, right, we, so we now we have to have a, open up that Turkish oh. delight. We need to... Oh, yeah. This one is a, you're either going to love it this, or you'll hate yeah, it. This There's is, no in-between I've heard, I've heard of the Turkish this, Delight. Yeah. This is almost like Marmite. Have you okay. heard of Marmite? I have. And somebody sent me Marmite from the UK. Did you try it? I didn't. I got really <laughs> nervous. I'm like, you know, it's been in transit for like 18 days. Maybe I shouldn't. Um, but I heard the same thing. Marmite, you either love it or yeah, you yeah, do not love yeah. it. It's got a massive tang to it, isn't it? Marmite mm. power to it. That you, go, Ooh. you either like it or absolutely right. hate it. I don't like it. But I, the rest I, of my family. And is it something that you have for? Is it a, is it a breakfast? A lot? Okay. Yeah, it's a breakfast. Put on toast. Yeah, on, on toast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, marmite on toast. But my family, the rest of them all love it. Okay. So they re- and in fact, it used to be um, in during the war in the early days, um, the kids were brought up on marmite and toast because it gave them all the vitamins and everything that was required. Okay. So it's almost like um, you know everything you would need. Like, almost like a British Guinness in some respect in the drink you know there's a lot of drink iron and that and so forth uh, the Marmite sandwiches were there to help for the kids and so you were brought up on Marmite soldiers ah, now Marmite soldiers I think Emma told you about Marmite soldiers where it's the bread are cut into little strips okay uh, fingers type of style isn't it but they were called soldiers I don't know why but we used to we'd have a boiled egg with soldiers and you'd have the boiled egg and the boiled egg is not fully boiled, so you smash the top and you just have yolk. Okay. And you dip the bread in. Soldiers, you see. Okay. And they were called mar- soldiers. But you'd also have Marmite soldiers as well. So there you are. A bit of- I'll have a full translation of this show on the, uh, on the show notes so we understand. So the oh, Turkish Delight, can't. you can't really break it. Oh. It's like a jello inside, so it's hard to, hard to break off. But a lot of people know what it is from the Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah. We okay. have a lot of people come in and ask for it because that's what Edmund has from the, from the White Witch. It's weird. What do you think? Hmm. It's, it's why I chose it's, this one, because it's really different. So it's definitely a textural thing. Um, because the texture, mm. it's not as hard as... Um, sh- man, it's... Wow. It's not, it's not a gummy bear. It's, I'm trying to Americanize it. It's not a gummy bear, mm. but it's also not a juji fruit. It's not super hard. It's not soft. It's, um, it almost has like a creamy sort of consistent I'm trying to uh, articulate I'm actually I'll take another bite just <laughs> it's fruity but not sweet what what is do I even want to know what's in this gelatin yeah a lot of gelatin <laughs> but what I, I don't even know like, I can't identify the flavor so there's no uh, whenever people ask me to explain this one, I actually really struggle. Um, it does have cocoa butter in it, 
um, and palm oil, a lot of milk as well, and a lot of glucose syrup. Um, but it's just it's just something that we kind of grew up with. Yeah. So like, there's it's very hard to explain the flavour, which it's, is why yeah. why I chose it for you because it's very different to anything you'd have here. And it's, it's kind of Turkish in, in, in its naming because it sounds or it tastes very foreign to us, you know, mm-hmm. from the east type of thing, Middle East type of thing. So that's why it was called fried tur- fries. Turkish it, it's design. very different from any. I, I, I yeah. can't even compare it to anything. I have to say it's not one of my favourites, no. It's a bit like Marmite. It's one of yeah. those ones you go, yeah. no thanks, I'd rather not. Right, it's not, you know, I was like, oh, maybe it's going to taste like a chocolate-covered gummy bear, and it yeah. doesn't. No. Um, it's it's softer than a gummy and does not have the same type of sweetness. You really have to have a sweet tooth for that one, I think, because it does make you sickly-ish after a while. So. And it's a, yeah, exactly. I think there's a lot, uh, I'm not going <clears> to, <throat> no disrespect to the Queen, I probably am not going to finish <laughs> this, only because we're sampling our, our way through. Um, but at least I can say that I've tried. And I think, but I think that's part of the fun, right? Yeah. I think you can come in here and talk to somebody like George, another cast member, ask them about some of the different sweets, and then for a couple of dollars, grab one or two and try them. I was going to say, there's quite a wide selection here, which is great. And they've hit the nail on the head with a lot of the selection here because they're the good ones from the UK. I'm, like, I'm really missing my digestives here. So I've seen these before, all right? Oh. And they're... they're McVities, 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 digestives, and I think digestive, and it almost sounds like something medicinal. But what what, what is it? It's a a, a wheat based biscuit. Okay. It's but the the, the 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 best part of it, which is hard to even speak at the moment, looking at them, um, <laughs> is that they're covered in chocolate on the top, and it's just that milk chocolate biscuit. And then I used to, I will have a, a, a full glass of milk type of thing with it. It's just oh, it's awesome. That's and some of them, so it looks like someone from a plane. You can get there's Cadbury ones, there's orange. ones that are covered in orange, ones yeah. that are milk chocolate, and what's a hobnob? Hob- a hobnob. <laughs> yeah, hobnobs. Again, it's another type of the biscuit, but it's more um, f- uh, fla- not flaky, what was it? Crumbly. Crumbly. Crumbly, Crumbly yeah. yeah. It's got more crumbles uh, um, okay. texture to it. Mm-hmm. Um, which again. I've had in some of the, the sweets that you brought me, uh, which is the one that sort of flakes apart. Um, Cadbury's flake? Is that what it is? It's called yeah, the yeah, yeah, the yellow one. It's a yellow uh, covering, and that's flake. Um, the. Um, Chocolate in there is as soon as you bite into it, it just falls apart. And, yeah. it, and I think like Adwit was only the crumbliest, milkiest chocolate, yeah. wasn't it? Because it would crumble yeah. as soon as you ate it because it was so delicately made. Right, right. But one of the best. I mean, um, the other one I now have is the was it triple? I forgot what it's called now. Um, is the alternative to it? So it's just a little bit, a little bit stronger in terms of uh, texture. Um, I don't, don't see it here at the moment. Of course, you have a um, a club orange. That's similar to the Terry's chocolate okay. orange, actually, um, except it's a biscuit inside. It's a cookie, and you usually have that in your lunchbox or something when you're a kid at school. Um, we'd have a alongside your your Jaffa cake. Jaffa cake. You're one of the first people I've ever had in here to say that correctly. A lot of people call them Jaffa cakes. Um, they actually, we have a show in the UK called the Great British Bake Off, and um, that's just started again. It's on every summer. And it's like a cooking show. It's like a competition, but it's all baking. And their technical challenge was to make Jaffa cakes the other day. So it's a uh, fatless sponge on the bottom with an orange jello in the middle and then dark chocolate on top. So it's not a biscuit, so you wouldn't Mm. dunk it in your tea or anything. Um, They're a little bit different, but you'd still have them in, in the same way as a biscuit even though they're a cake because they're very small okay. um, but they're oh they're absolutely delicious but I'm happy to see that not everything because not everybody is a, is a sweet chocolate you have uh, a ton of different tea biscuits ginger lemon honey almond vanilla cream lemon crisp 
Rosehip Crisp Watermelon Crisp Fine English Biscuits. And these are you have with your cup of tea, um, along with your yes. rich, with your rich yeah. tea biscuit. Yeah, the, the most favourite one is rich tea. Okay. If you're going to dunk anything into your tea... So wait, you dunk them in your tea? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. There's actually quite a science to dunking <laughs> that not many people realise that aren't British. So there's only a certain amount of time you can dunk Literally. different types of biscuits. So you could dunk a digestive for longer because it's more sturdy. Whereas when you dunk the rich tea, it becomes much softer as it starts to absorb the liquid okay. and it can break off. And that's an absolute disaster because then you in have crumbs tea. in the bottom oh, of no. your cup. No good in your tea. No, it's awful. It's awful. So you get a skill at that, dunking your, your, your rich teas very quickly, get it in there, get the tea all over it and then have a good bite. And it's I'm excited and confused all at the same time. <laughs> so what I've seen, there's a monstrous, it's like a giant wonka bar called a penguin. A p- 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 pick pick yeah. up a penguin. I can't even say it. P- 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 penguin. That's how the advert goes. Again, it's a kind of biscuit which is um, used to have in your lunchbox going to school. And you um, just single little, um, almost like uh, finger soldiers, okay. you know, in that size. Uh, and they're just ideal snacks. But they're a biscuit-based with chocolate around again. Now, I know what... I, I don't know who, know who Mrs. Crimble is, but I do know what a chocolate macaroon is. And now you're speaking my language. Yeah, there's no difference there. They're the same either way in that respect. We've uh, accommodated those as well. So they're wonderful. One of the things that we've sampled at home is a, a jammy dodger. <laughs> is this a, a, something that you have with your tea as well? Yes and no. It's almost with anything, isn't it? A jammy dodger, you should have any time you like. Because jammy dodgers are lovely. Again, we're into... The UK's into uh, sweets and biscuits. We really love it in our sponge cakes. I see there's yeah. cream crackers, toff- ooh, toffee biscuits, vanilla yeah, biscuits. Yeah, biscuits, yeah. So, uh, Crawford's <gasps> Garibaldi, golden crispy bi- biscuits filled with currants. Yeah, they're wonderful. Uh, thin slices, um, again, with the raisins in them or currants. And uh, another wonderful snack. Actually, I, I cheat. I, I dunked that into my tea. So, <laughs> yeah. I'll dunk a Garibaldi. Like, I, I would never dunk a Jaffa cake. I'd no, never dunk a, a Garibaldi. They're a lot stronger. So they, they, they'll take it for me. It's yeah. like great. Whereas, like I say, never do a Jaffa. But I, I, I don't. I cheat. I do those. He's so unrefined. I, I don't know. I, you know, I, I, I know. I'm from the Southwest. Maybe we do it differently. Sorry, Mum. <laughs> so, what else do we have? These are uh, lion bars and. Caramax. Yeah, just a straight bar of caramel, that is, the Caramax. Uh, but the lion, bar, the lion bars, oh, they're very good. Again, look, variations of chocolate, biscuit, toffee, all into one bar, and uh, they're good. But like, I gave you a picnic uh, with the Cadbury's. Yeah, yeah. The difference with the picnics is they've got raisins in them. These haven't got raisins, and that's kind of the difference. There may be others who dispute and go, oh, no, no, it's totally different. But to me, they're very similar, just slightly different in that respect. And your Cadbury cream eggs look very different than our Cadbury cream eggs. Um, so with our cream eggs, we can't actually sell the cream eggs themselves here. They only come out at Easter time, but we have the cookies at the moment. Um, our yolk inside, it's all, it's all sugar inside. It's not a real yolk. It's not a real egg. It's chocolate with a liquid sugar inside, but... In the American ones, they're very light in colour, whereas ours is a really dark yellow. Goodness knows what's actually in it to make it that colour. But they are delicious. You get them all over your face when you try and eat a cream egg. Um, fast food chains will turn them into ice cream and things like that. Oh, but do you um, have Easter eggs here? Yeah, yeah. Do you Easter eggs? Well, we do the Cadbury's cream eggs, the miniature eggs. Right, right. Just full of those elements of goodness. Chocolate covered, and inside is the gooey style of egg. Oh, it's awesome, isn't it? But it's, it's a real goo. 
It's, yeah, okay. Why don't you they, break it? I wish this was video. You guys are so excited. You're, you're staring into each other's eyes like, oh, remember the creep? Yeah, it's one of those. <laughs> so here's something I've never seen before, and I think for a lot of people this might be a holy grail of foods. They're Guinness potato chips. Uh, you just call them chips, crisps. What do you call these? Crisps. Crisps. There's a Guinness rich chili and a thick-cut hand-cooked potato chip, as well as as Bert's sort of um, your... Your equivalent of our Lay's, like a, is it a major... Um, we do have Lay's in the UK, but they're called Walker's, actually. We have a different name. Burt's is more like a, a kettle chip okay. kind of thing, so they're baked a little bit differently. They're, they're a bit thicker than a Lay's would be, um, and they're much more intense flavour. One thing that I have noticed living in America is you don't have the flavour cheese and onion here. You have sour cream and onion. That's why, yeah. um, I miss cheese and onion crisps a lot. They're so good. We don't actually have them here right now, but... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to confess... I left a bag at home for you. Sorry, mate. It was a whole I'll bag. I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait. It was the uh, Walker crisps. They're the very what they call them variation bag. Yeah. And prawn so there's cocktail. yeah. Oh, prawn cocktail crisps. Oh, so prawn they, cocktail. That's yeah. You? Yeah. Like prawn, shrimp cocktail. Yeah. Like yeah. It doesn't That's taste it. like shrimp cocktail at all. I've had them um, in Japan, like shrimp flavored chips, and they're actually delicious. Mm. Yeah. Mm, they are. We've got prawn cocktail, cheese and onion, salt and vinegar. Um, they got some other ones as well. I'm just trying to remember what it is. There's another one. Uh, just so you know, this conversation alone is making me move up our, our WWE group trip to the UK up oh, much up higher on the calendar. This is a positive move then, isn't it? Yeah, We're doing yeah. the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we need to sample a, a number of different things. Maybe we'll grab like There's an arrow bar. So what do you think? So um, for, to get sort of a, um, a nice sampling of different flavors, let's sort of pick like five things and just make sure you pick the right ones because I know there's ones I'm already eyeing. Um, do we need like a tea? Well, I'm, I'll, I won't. I will not, not impart my my wishes. I will just let you guys decide. Oh, Georgie, this is this is your. Oh my yeah. goodness! I'm I'm feeling the pressure here. Um, I get asked this every day, but now I feel like you know a lot of people are listening to this. This is a lot more pressure. All right, have let's you... let's pick one. Let's pick a biscuit. We have to get oh, some okay. sort of biscuit-based one. Uh-huh. Well, I think it's going to be the the digestives. Uh-huh. <laughs> You've got to go for them. A milk chocolate, and it comes like yeah. in a can. Like almost, it almost looks like a little yeah. soda can. Kind of yeah. We wouldn't always have it like that okay. in the UK. Usually, they're just wrapped in plastic. But that's, um, that's one to take with you. That's ours. But these are um, dark chocolate, which my wife loves, but I hate. Yeah, Georgie's. No, oh, Georgie's shaking it. No, we, dark chocolate. No, it's same. good. Dark chocolate's a superfood. It's good for you. After eights are fine with dark yes. chocolate, but anything else, I. The UK does have a very sweet tooth in general. We have a lot of milk chocolate. A lot of our candy bars are made with milk chocolate. Yeah. And, and, and your sweets are very sweet. Yes. Yeah. Your sweets are very, very sweet. Yes. I mean, that's You need something to get you through those cold, <laughs> rainy chocolate. days. Yeah. Yeah. The sweets are the best thing because they are so nice. The dark chocolate my wife loves, but you're right. The only ones I will try, and normally it's at Christmas, is the after eights. And that's got a mint... Uh, softness in the middle okay. bit, almost like the cabbage cream egg but it's a mint within the middle but it's a very thin cream. yes okay. exactly. it's a very thin biscuit style look but it's just chocolate with this mint sauce mint. I have no idea how everybody in the UK is not 900 pounds but okay so we have our we have our milk chocolate digestives what, what's next what do you recommend it's next have you had a Mars bar before so have you had a Mars bar I think I have a Mars bar helps you work have them in the States I think um, I've seen yeah. them before. 
but whether whether you've tried them, is the, well, the I want to. I wonder if it's the same it. Mars bar that I had when I was a kid. So the Bounty is is your version of a Mounds bar, correct? A dark chocolate and <laughs> coconut. Milk yeah, chocolate. milk chocolate. Got, okay. Come on. Okay. No dark. No dark. So Almond don't, Joy is milk chocolate. Say, don't go to the dark side. This is... I see. I like dark chocolate. <laughs> I'm a dark chocolate guy. Oh, but right. I... No, there's milk for us. Um, just looking around to see what else. Tried an arrow before? That's got to be tried. Oh, sorry. So you have to pick your favourite arrow because it looks like you have. Yeah. I always recommend to guests that come to visit us the mint ones. A lot of people are scared of the mint ones okay. that aren't from the UK because they're worried that it'll be a very pepperminty flavour, but it's not at all. It's very, very subtle and it's delicious. I used to have these after my swimming lessons if I'd done well. It depended. <laughs> there was a there was a vending machine on the way out, you know. Um, but yeah, a lot a lot of children are scared to try these. They always go for the milk chocolate ones that we have. But arrows are unlike anything you have here because it's almost like a solid mousse inside. It's 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 bubbly. Okay. Um, is how I describe the texture. So they're very interesting if you wanted okay. to give those ones yeah, a go. This is what this is this is the opportunity for us, me and the person that's listening, to um, expand our culinary horizons and try something different. So yeah. the more different, the better. I was going to say the trouble with the British way of describing things does put people off. It's like mince pie. You know, yeah, it's not mint, beef mints, it's the fruit mints, but they call it mints. I don't know why, but that's the way it is. So we would, in Christmas we would have mince pies, and they're delicious, but they're a f- mixture of various fruits. I actually have an interesting fact about mince pies. They're actually um, illegal to eat at Christmas time. Uh, when Henry VIII changed the entirety of the country, he made eating mince pies at Christmas, because they were seen as a religious thing, um, illegal. And they just never changed the law since. So it's actually wow. illegal. Obviously, we all do it. You're yeah. not going to be penalised for it. But, yeah, in actual fact, by UK law, they are illegal to eat on Christmas Day. Wow. wow. CV and illegal to eat mint spice. Wow, he did a lot. <laughs> all right, so we have a digestive and an arrow. Thank you. Going to run out of hands here soon. What a... Yeah. See, this ripple's the same as the ones you've already had, the um, Capri's. They did various ones. And those are the ones that are very flaky inside? Yeah. This one's a harder style ripple, but it's again, it's a similar style of chocolate. So it's very, very, very nice. But similar to what you've had, so it's just trying to capture something that's... Well, I've had a lot of things at home that you brought, but, I, but, for, the, but for, to, for sharing purposes, I don't mind trying something again. What about the munchies? I've, I've had the munchies before, but not the munchie candy bar. Oh, right. Okay. Munchies are good. I like munchies. I usually get the munchies about 12.30 at night, which is <laughs> yeah. how I got this yeah. incredible figure. <laughs> Sorry. Now, you've already... I think we gave you a crunchy bar, didn't we? They've got the crunchy cookies here. Yeah, which is almost like a, a honeycomb-type yeah. um, yeah. texture inside. There's honeycomb, as they covered again with lovely milk chocolate, and it's such a taste... It's great. It um, sparkles in your mouth, yeah, as they call it. Yeah, it's very... Um, it's light, for, for lack of a better word. Yeah. All right, so that's now we're down. we got three. Um, do you have... Um, have you tried the Jaffa Cakes, then? Do you want to try I, Jaffa Let's get a Jaffa Cake. Do you want to try a Jaffa Cake, mate? Now, they are lovely. Oh, mind you, there's not much that isn't in there, is it? That's the thing. There's so much in there. And you've had, you've had your jammy dodgers. So are these um, are these Guinness crisps something that you normally have, or is it more just? Yeah, um, variations in crisps. We just have crisps all of, all the time. Get that rich chili. 
Let's get a little spice oh, in our uh, in our spice in our day. And these are the oh, I like these. These are the thick cut style, so you get variations in the, the thickness of the chip. And uh, these are, are good chunky ones. So yeah, yeah, that'd be a good one, especially as it's rich chili in a hot day. It'd be lovely. Nice. All right, so let's grab our stuff. We'll go outside and we will uh, we will eat our way around the UK. Martin, my friend, as if today couldn't get any more wonderful. It is a blue sky. It is a light day here in Epcot. We just had some fish and chips. We met an exceptional cast member, as you are uh, often to find in, in throughout Walt Disney World. We have our spot in the shade with mm. our table full of snacks. And I love, love, love the live music that you find, especially here in Epcot. Um, this is one of the things that... I love being able to walk through a pavilion and you don't necessarily have to have it on a schedule or look at a times guide, but when you come across it, it just adds such a nice atmosphere and ambiance to the experience. And whether you just sort of stop for a moment or listen, or like us, we have a wonderful spot outside the Rose and Crown again um, to be able to listen to background, this is just lovely. <laughs> this is what memories are made of. This is really good. Uh, you've got the great weather. It's beautiful. And the great live entertainment just next to us here playing away. Again, um, you might get that in the cities. Um, you won't get it in the village, that's for sure, where we are. Uh, so it's really nice to hear it because you just don't get to have that chance, that option. So this is brilliant. What a day. Yeah, this is wonderful. And it's going to get only better. We've got five different uh, UK snacks to try. I'm going to follow your lead, Martin. You just you go through in whatever order you think is appropriate, and, um, and I will sample along the way. I'm sure most will go with me in this one. I'm going for the Aero. I love mint Aero. Um, wonderful chocolate. Again, not one I brought for Lou this time. Um, but I'm so glad that the uh, tea caddy had it. So I'm really curious um, to have this because, oh, so it's... Um, Smell the mint already. Oh. Yeah. So when I, when I first saw this, I wondered... Sorry, the first thing that came to mind was sort of peppermint patty. That's okay. We're all friends here. <laughs> but it's, um, it's, all, you know, it's sort of a rectangular, and, I, and I'll post photos, but it's sort of a rectangular chocolate bar. And instead of like little miniature bars, it's almost little miniature... It's a mousse. Bubbles, it's, yeah. It's a kind of mousse, a sweet style of mousse of chocolate mm. that is, yeah. I don't wait for you. I'm just you've, going. You've got mm. it already. You oh. Know me straight away, sir. That, it's, um, it's, it's very, very light. I mean, almost, you don't even taste anything in time, but you get such a nice, um, it's almost not as, as, um, as strong of a flavor as a peppermint patty would be. No. Which has a, a much thicker sort of uh, peppermint cream in it. This is, um, it almost has that sort of uh, honeycomb type look to it. Yeah, a lot of our sweets, we they do tend not to kind of um, go over the top on elements. So you can enjoy almost every piece mm. of it. Because obviously they want you to uh, enjoy that to, um, to have more. Oh, and that's really, really nice. Yeah. And I'm not normally a, a mint person, but I really like that. Again, it's akin to uh, a milk chocolate peppermint patty but with that green um mousse yeah it's almost like a mousse but it's not there's no it's not a heavy creamy type no it's 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 just uh, i think georgie said she used to get as a treat after she did swimming and same here it's it's one of those ones you would go for the creme de la creme type of thing because it's got that all those great flavors that really bounce around in your mouth and the bar is not huge, so you can actually no. eat the whole thing. It wouldn't be um, it's not an overwhelming amount yeah. for the bar. 
Well, that's really nice. And this, um, it's to give you an, an idea, it's $3.45 for the bar. So obviously you're paying a bit of a premium as you would if you were to buy a pepper and patty. Um, but it's nice to be able to, to try something like that. that that's really, I, would go, I would actually come back for that and have that again. I'll send you some over then because it's a lot cheaper, obviously, in the UK. <laughs> and I'll send you some over because... Um, that was one I did miss off, and minstrels and a couple of others that were Nestles. You see, I, I, I got the uh, Capri set. Right. I'll get you the Nestles set for next time because you got to try them all. Yeah. You must try them all. That's very good. That's very good. Yeah, and um, the, the munchies are, are Nestles as well, and then... Okay. Yeah, well, I, was, I was noticing in there, and talking to Georgie, um, they, they don't have many Capri's... Um, uh, uh, chocolate in there because I think they're not allowed to bring them in or something so mm. there's some uh, issues there so Nestles are already in there Nestles okay. um, so I'm so glad you've got the Cadbury's so you know what that style's yeah, like yeah. compared to this set so we've actually got a whole lot now we've done the range <laughs> so you've got it all and we've also got I'm going to run, I'm gonna have to run around this promenade like 18 times to walk off this meal but alright so we, we've done the arrow um, that gets like on a scale from 1 to 5 I might give that like a four and a half, five. Like I could eat that. All right, I'm not, I won't judge until I've seen them all. Save it. It's a five. That's for you later because you you will want to go back to it. That's not even going to make it to the car. But all right, <laughs> that's walking. That's walking food right there. And it should not because it's that good. Yeah. It's well worth it. Um, what should we try? Should we try the munchies? I think we should stay in the chocolate family and go to the to the munchies next. Yeah. Okay, I'll open them for you. And the, the munchie is a, um, it's probably six, seven inches long, and it's a, it's a square. It's, it's shaped like a square. Oh, so they're little individual. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So they're actually little, they're, all right, I'm going to try and Americanize. They're shorter square rollos is sort of the, the, the size. Mm. You the nail on the head, because these are rollos, really, in a, in a way, but with a biscuit. Mm. So you've obviously had rollos then? Yeah. Oh, I see another one. So... Oh, wait a minute! I didn't get a good enough flavor. I gotta try that one again. Hold on. Please take another one, sir. That's really nice because it's got the. I guess it's caramel. Yeah. And I yes. love the yes. texture of the biscuit. So that's almost like um, we also have Twix. Hmm. And you've got Twix here, oh, haven't right. you? So it's a similar thing, but a smaller version of this in the way it's made. Mm. Um, so instead of having the whole Twix finger, you've got a little... And I like the fact that they're little bite-sized. Yeah. You sort of just pop them in your mouth. Yep, yeah. yeah, nice and easy. Very. Um, uh, what... It makes you feel like you're eating less calories when you eat them in smaller... I mean, of course, there's like 18 of them in And there's a lot... Wow, there's a, there's a lot in here. Sorry, I've almost had half of them um, because they are good. Um, yeah, they, they don't make you feel so guilty, do they? Not at all. It's like eating nothing. Wow, that's really good. I um I dig me a munchies. I do as well. I'm sorry, I got a mouthful of them. They're very very nice. Remember the arrows? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so over the arrows. I've moved on from the my arrow relationship. <laughs> yeah, and that's the trouble. Once you start tasting all these flavors, yeah, you've got a lot to go through. Oh, all right. While you open up something else, I'm just gonna have one more of these um, of these little munchies. And what's nice too is they're, they're shareable because yeah. they're yeah. You're right because it's not the, the uh, Twix where you just got two fingers. Mm-hmm. Two bars. You've got little chunks. Oh look! What are we? They're resealable. Oh, excuse me. Look at that. You can just sort of. Yeah. Oh, I can't. Oh, there we... I got so much chocolate on my fingers now. Right. Now you have to tie that first. All right. So these are the the Jaffa cakes. Yeah, Jaffa. Jaffa. They are ten spongy cra- cakes with that squidgy orange center. C e n t r e. You guys spelled center wrong. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we spell center wrong. So. They're um, they're exactly as they sound. They're I mean, you can always feel that they're a um, a soft biscuit with a um, you know the the top half is covered 
it it looks like a little UFO. I was just about to say, uh, I don't normally do this because we just eat them, but we're examining them, and I, I exactly thought the same as Lou. They look like a UFO. Um, so it's... It, wow. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, I wish I had a little spot of tea. If they had, like, a tea bar, that's what they need. i got to go talk to her. Yeah. They need a tea bar where you can go and actually get yourself a spot of tea, and you come outside with a Jaffa cake. Yep. So it's... um. Oh, that's so! so got, I love so the flavors. You got yeah. you've got um, obviously the chocolate, which we all love. Then you've got a jam, which is the jaffa in a way. Mm. And then you've got the soft biscuit underneath, which is not really a biscuit. It's um, it's almost it's almost like I'm trying to sort of uh, compare to something Americanized. It's almost like a soft Nilla wafer. Mm. It's a larger, softer Nilla wafer with chocolate and a uh, a, a wonderful citrusy jam on top. Uh, almost like a thin little slice of. I, 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 oh, I have to try, try this later. Well, yeah, like we said, we had just after the fish and chips, almost like a miniature sponge cake. It's a very spongy kind of texture to it with the um, orange Jaffa, the citrus jam. So that's what Jaffa is? Is, it, is that citrus? That's what Jaffa? Yes, yeah, yeah, that's what it's about. Remember when I broke up with Munchies and I moved on to my Jaffa cake? <laughs> I think it's with age. We forget the other ones, don't we? We just move on. But the taste... Don't look at the calorie count. What are you doing, man? <laughs> oh, no. You're trying I, to see what's in it. I'm just checking. But again, it's these things... When we're in the UK, we, we like them, we eat them. I don't really know what's in them. Yeah, they're golden sponge. So I was right. Yeah, golden sponge base with an orange-flavoured jelly. Um, oh, wait a second. So if I take a quick look at this, there's only... Oh, I thought it said one gram of fat. It says, it says 11. Yeah, don't, don't look at that. that. It's in the UK, and with the conversion system, it's like half a gram. Don't the, forget the heat is making us sweat that lot out anyway. <laughs> um, I really, really like the Jaffa cake. There you go. That's a good lot to take home. Well, I'm sure they'll make it to the car park. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I might just sit. You know what? If they, if the weather stays like this, and the, we stay in the shade... And that lovely band keeps playing all day. I might not. Wait a minute. Is today Wednesday? I might be doing the show from here tonight. <laughs> this is a perfect spot. You're really, yeah. You've hit the nail on the head. We're in the shade. We can see everything across the UK. We've got the live entertainment music playing. And we can see over the bridge over to France if we wish. If there's food. There's restrooms. I don't need to leave. Uh, I'm and, just gonna... and a British telephone box. <laughs> Can't feel any better at home without a British red telephone. The hat lady, I think she comes to play later on this evening inside the the pub. So, all right, all right. So, I think that we're gonna. I would assume we're gonna go with digestive next, and then finish off with the with the chips. Chips, yeah. This is good. You've got a resealable box. Ah, okay. And you open up the bag and put them back in. Right now, you have one of these. Have one of these, mate. So these are the McVitie's digest, McVitie's yeah. digestives. Yeah, McVitie's. So this is a bit of a of a larger biscuit. Um, yeah. Almost sort of a looks like a, a waffle texture on top, and a very very thin layer of milk chocolate. Yeah, it's the original digestive biscuit in some respects, and then they've put chocolate on top, mm. which is making it so good. Now, is this you would have this a cup of tea? Mouthful. That's okay. <laughs> um, yes, um, all over types of drinks. Because, I, like I said before, I have this with a, um, a, a glass mm. of milk type of thing. Um, it's a lovely little snack. You can have. I do like that biscuit. Yeah. And uh, obviously, it's a very, very thin layer of chocolate. So, the the dominant flavor is 
the biscuit, but you do get that little bit of sweetness at the top of the palate, which is really, and I think you're right, a cold glass. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Do they sell cold glasses of milk at the Yorkshire County Fish Shop? We do like our treats in the UK in that respect. We have to have something to entertain us um, while it's cold and wet. And... So this is all, again, it's quite strange having it here when it's so hot because the chocolate is melting faster than mm-hmm. normal. That's the other thing here. You're, you're always wiping your hands, or licking them, I should say, um, to get... What do you mean, wiping your hands? Wipe them, yeah, li- yeah, you're not wasting it. That's good chocolate it. right yeah, there. Exactly. Yeah. Um, mm. yeah, so this is obviously, you know, which of these things is not like the other? This is very different because mm. it's a biscuit-based yeah. treat as opposed to a chocolate-based yeah, treat. Yeah, you've got sweets there, the biscuits here, and the Jaffa cakes are... There's always a battle between that's a sweet and a biscuit and a, mm-hmm. a cake. And I think that's a nice balance right there. I think it's a really nice balance between the sweet and the uh, and the biscuit. I'm so glad you got Jaffa cakes. They're good. Yeah, I, I really like this. I like it. Yeah. And I like the fact that it's a little resealable. Uh, it's almost like a little mini Pringles tin. Again, exactly. I'm trying to sort of uh, relate it to something. Uh, for those of you who are listening, yeah. I'll post a picture of what these look like. But What I did for you is um, that I don't know what others feel like, but I do. Um, chocolate has to be cold mm-hmm. so uh, for you for instance the the box i kept in the fridge until we met right. because you've got to have it like these biscuits now are kind of like melting in your hand you don't want to lose the chocolate and so that one that you cold. gave me that was very very flaky um i don't I, I sort of bit into it and it sort of just crumbled it sort of fell apart i would i would, my assumption after i had it was i should have put this in the fridge to chill a little bit maybe it wouldn't have crumbled as quickly yeah even though it, it sounds like a cabbage flake mm-hmm. um they've they've got another version which i've forgotten what the name was but it was it's twirl and i like the twirls more because you don't lose so much <laughs> so the flakes are great you know great taste uh, twirls keep it they're a little bit harder in their make their okay. texture um, but same style of chocolate and wonderful again yeah, I um, I like that a lot. All right, so last but not least, um, we're going we're gonna venture away from mm. the uh, we're gonna venture away from the sweet with a Guinness rich chili thick cut hand cooked potato chip. I was saying to Lou, my normally we would have Walker crisps. Um, I'm not really doing the Guinness um, crisps, um, and I do apologize. I left a bag for Lou at home of uh, Walker crisps, but we'll give this a go. Because we all love crisps. Give it a go. Ooh. 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 Yeah. <laughs> wow, you really get hit with that uh, that smell of the oh. of the chili. But see, now, this is right in my wheelhouse because I love <laughs> potatoes. I love fried foods. I love... Um, I love things that have a little bit of the, the the savory with a little bit of heat to them as well. Mm. Oh, Yahtzee. Mm. Absolutely. I hope you don't like this. <laughs> um, it's very hard for me not to like food. It's... Um, one of my things, I do like food. Um, but yeah, wow. So there, it, it's chilly, and you would think that it'd have a, a very spicy, mm. but it doesn't. It's got a little bit of, of heat in the back of the palate, mm. but not something that's certainly, I mean, I've obviously had, you know, hotter things like sriracha chips and stuff like that. That's not hot at all. That's a cool chili, isn't it, really? It's very, a lot more flavor. Mm. Mm. And obviously, because it's a thick cut as well, the chips are great. I love thick cut chips. This is a thick cut hand cooked potato chips. Yeah. And you're oh, right. Martin, I, I really, really like that one a lot. <laughs> Hold on a second. 
Cool. That is, um, so it says, continue our mission to take taste buds to new extremes. Why don't you read it? Because when you read it, it just sounds better. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, continue our mission to take taste buds to new extremes. We've taken fresh... Jal- oh, you'll have to get me on that one. Jal- Jalapeno. That'll do. Thanks, mate. Jalapeno chilies. <laughs> uh, and infuse the world's most iconic stout. Ah, to create Guinness that's, rich. That's okay. what it is. Ah. So that's what tempers the heat, I think, a Yes, bit. yes. Not for the faint-hearted. These thick-cut, hand-cooked crisps packed some serious punch with rich, deep layers of authentic flavour yep. that have given you, that ha, that will have you coming back, crunch after crunch. Yeah, yeah. Now I get it. The stout. Yeah. Ah. And so that's why it's not so incredibly spicy. But I think that description is is very accurate because there are layers of flavour. You get the the salty. You get the the crunch of the chip. You get a little bit of that that heat too. That's really really nice. Mm. I wish I had my glasses. I couldn't see jalapeno. Oh, here I'll give you my. <laughs> you can take my glasses like, now. Yeah, yeah. See, I'll distract you with the glasses, and I'll have another one of these. I wish these came in family size bag. Which family size for me is like single serving. All right, they call them rich chili Burt's chips. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's Burt from uh, Mary Botmins, but yeah. Whether in the pub, gathered on the sofa of your Saturday night TV fix, or round your mates. For the weekend match, Guinness Rich Chili Burt Chips are your perfect snacking partner. Yeah, again, UK, we love snacks. Mm-hmm. Desserts, oh, well, puddings, snacks, sweets. So I'll translate that to it. So that means Sunday afternoon, sitting on the couch, watching the Giants. Um, that <laughs> That's really, really nice. That's very, very nice. I do like them, yeah. There's a got... I say, it keeps coming back, doesn't it? Yeah. It's, it sort of lingers there a little yeah. bit, but not in an... Uh, an offensive kind of way or not an a oh I need to wash this down with something that's what the, the say the stout really helps on that very nice indeed very clever Guinness yeah I wasn't expecting that it's no. not the uh, it's not the flavor I was expecting from that no that surprised me because again it's not uh, a pack we normally go for it's normally the yeah, yeah. walkers uh, crisps that we choose and that's what I was wondering when we were getting it because I was looking for your reaction and, and her reaction to see is this something that's more of a, um, a novelty for sort of the Americans that are coming through, or is it something that you would go to the grocery store and, and pick up? It's, it's probably there at the grocery store, but it's not the common one that we all go for. Walker's Crisps is the, the big one, right. uh, because for the family, you would choose definitely ones not with stout in them, um, and go for, the, like we were saying, about the cheese and onion, which you don't have here. Um, which is a crime in my book, yeah. the fact that we don't have yeah. it here. And salt and vinegar and a few others, which have come out with all sorts oh, of I love salt and vinegar. Yeah. Yeah. Salt and vinegar, potato chips. Yeah. Crisps. Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, that's. Um, I think it's specially for here, so that um, it advertises some elements as well. All right, so if I had to rank these in order, which is not fair, I think that the, the chips, the crisps, have to sort of be off on their own yeah. because they're not as sweet like the other one. But again, you see, you've got biscuits, Jaffa. It's a wide spectrum. We're going from the the you know, yeah. s- sweet side through the savory side. I think that we sort of took this journey the right way because we sort of moved yeah. slowly into the savory. The, the Jaffa cake was phenomenal. I love that. I love the Guinness. Um, so if I had to put them in order, yep. oh, man, I do love me a crisp. Um, like if I had to sit down on the couch and watch a, a football game, which is what we call football in America, um, <laughs> I would I would get uh, 18 bags of the rich chili crisps. Right. But notwithstanding that, I would then go, in terms of the sweets, I'd go Jaffa Cake, the Munchies, 
the digestives in the air. Oh, yeah. yeah, I know. I'm just, it's so hard to mix and choose. It's like your kids, isn't it? But yeah, I mean, it's a really nice, and I think we've got a, a really nice spectrum of some of the different things that you can find in there. And that's, that's the whole point of this, was not just an excuse for you and I to get together and eat our way through the United <laughs> Kingdom, but to let people understand that there may not be an attraction, there might not be a show, but you can come here and spend some time with your fr- with your mates or your kids uh, or your spouse or whatever it might be. And for not a lot of money, you can really get a nice sampling of the different flavors. You can make a game out of it. You can make it, you know, something that's fun. We're sitting here in the shade. You can go sit down by the water. And like, you know, I think the customer we have is an example of the exceptional customers. She was so excited to share a little taste of her home with us. And I think you'll find that same experience in, in any of the pavilions. I think um, you've hit it on there. It's perfect. I mean... Please come and try the fish shop. The fish and chips was what a way to start. That was so soft. And again, you, you'd look at that and think, well, it's going to be quite heavy. It wasn't. It no, wasn't heavy at, at all. all. So we were able to take our um, sample and have a go of that and then move on to the, uh, the lovely sweet shop, which, uh, you know, it's always my favorite because it's sweets. Um, brought up with wanting to have, when we were kids, always wanting to go to the sweet shop, get our um, variants of sweets. Even in those days, we also had things called humbugs and stuff like that in jars, and you'd get all those as well. So those old days have gone, really. But you oh, get... like walking into a sweet shop yeah. and like at the beginning of Willy Wonka with That's Charlie it. Bucket That's running it. in there. And... That's it. Yeah, it was, we had shops like that in the UK, really? and you'd go in there, and you'd have on the shelves would be jars of various sweets and humbugs and stuff like that that you could choose. Rather than at the moment, you know, you get the packets, which is fine, but it's just great to see some of the old yeah. shops still still exist here. I was talking to Georgie and. Uh, say the cast member she was saying the same so where she is they've got one of those shops and they're not many but they're there right. you know but yeah you can sample here at the moment so many variants of where the UK is and it is it's, it's pretty good they've really got it marked off well I quite like it. do miss Cadbury's of course um, that's and there were there were some in there there yeah. were some Cadbury right. but we, I think I've had so much so much of it before yeah. that I want to try some of the different there was the Cadbury's crunchies but they were uh, the cookie style yeah. rather than the bars but again you get there's such a variation they've got to grab and show you isn't it you know because we do have I've never really thought of it like that because you know you're used to it at home aren't you yeah. uh, now I've seen it so, yes crikey we've got quite a few I see Mary Poppins got lots <laughs> isn't it? you know and so um, we have a big choice that we don't really sometimes appreciate till we come over here and go oh I'm missing this I'm craving that so you can come here come to the UK Pavilion and uh, really live and get some of those samples back especially and so I invite you, my friend, who is sitting in this empty chair beside us, um, but, but sharing in this afternoon with us, I invite you to do, not maybe on the scale of what we did, but to come to the UK, come to any pavilion, and go in and sample one or more of the snacks. Talk to the cast member, and better yet, let me know what you think. You can call the voicemail from the UK pavilion, 407-900-9391. Let me know what you try. Let me know what you think. I would love to hear it in your best really bad English accent as I have been doing all day. I, I apologize for butchering the, the Queen's English uh, as I have. But Martin, my friend, thank you so much for taking me on and joining me for this uh, wonderfully sweet and savory and tasty culinary journey through, uh, through your home country. It's been an honor, Lou. Thank you so much for inviting me. This has been well, it's been a great holiday anyway, but this has topped it. This has been a fantastic time, and today's been, wow, what a perfect day. So now what's going to happen is I have to come to the U.K., and then yeah. you've got to take oh, me yeah. 
through, the, and I'll see how well the, the, the UK compares with Epcot. You're going to have to come down to the little villages and have a look around there and see what they actually do in, in local style rather than the big cities. But that's where I live. I live in the local villages rather than the big city. So, yeah, you buy more welcome. I would love to. And I and my, my the group trip to the UK and Paris that I've been planning and talking about for years has just moved way farther up on the uh, on the list of things to do. Uh, thank you so very much, my friend. I sincerely appreciate your time. I appreciate you. And, of course, uh, God save the Queen. Thank you very much, Lou. Cheers. We can finish this now. Like, we, don't have to, we can stop recording and just keep... Yeah, oh, these rich chili chips are not... No, I mean, it would be... It's a, I think it's actually a crime in the UK if you don't yeah. finish your chips. I mean, there's, there's a lot to have here and a lot of time to do it. That's right. <laughs> It's time for our Walt Disney World Trivia Question of the Week, where I invite you to test your knowledge of Walt Disney World's history, where see how well you pay attention to the details, not just in what you see, but like last week, in what you hear. If you think you know the answer, you can enter for a chance to win a Disney prize package. But before we get to this week's question, we're going to go back, review last week's, and select our winner. So last week, I wanted to try something new and make it easier for you to enter and to win and it was Walt Disney World fill-in-the-blank, where I would give you a line from an attraction or a show or something you might even see on a poster or a sign, and then all you have to do is just fill in the blank with the words or words that complete the sentence. So I wanted to kick off the new segment with something relatively easy and inspired by the time I had spent in Tomorrowland right before I recorded the show, and it came from a classic and still one of my favorites, Walt Disney's Carousel of Progress, and your fill-in-the-blank was Jimmy... Hurry up with that blank. And based on the nearly thousand correct entries we got last week, you all knew that the correct answer is... Um. Well, there, you blow a fuse. Crap, that's the third one this week. I buy fuses by the case. And I blow the whole neighborhood again. Easy, Rover. Jimmy, hurry up with that fuse. Shucks. Every time he has company, he blows a fuse. And guess who always has to change it? I heard that, young man. I heard that. Oh, well, that's more like it. So congratulations and thanks to everyone who entered. I took all of the correct entries, randomly selected one, and again, as always, you are playing for the 102 ways to save money for and at Walt Disney World book all seven of my virtual audio tours of the Magic Kingdom, a WW Radio Magic Band cover for when you go to the parks, some WW Radio stickers, and the brand spanking new hot and cold travel mug not available in stores or anywhere else other than by winning it here. And last week's winner, randomly selected, is... P. Vaughn. So, P, congratulations. I have your information because you did fill out the online form. I will get your prize package out there right away. If you played last week and didn't win, that's okay because here's your next chance to enter in this week's Walt Disney World Trivia Challenge. 
So we're going to switch parks and head on over to Epcot Center this week, as long as we're over there in the UK and food and wine is going on. We'll take a break by going over to the Universe of Energy and tell me, the final Jeopardy question in Universe of Energy is, what is blank? Fill in the blank and tell me, what is the final Jeopardy question in Ellen's Universe of Energy adventures and you have until Sunday, September 25th at 11.59 p.m. to email your answer or better yet, go to www.radio.com, click on this week's podcast, use the form right there, fill in your shipping information so if you do win, I can send you your book, your audio tours, your Magic Band cover, some stickers and the hot and cold travel mug. So good luck and have fun. I mean, what is good luck and have fun, Alex? That's going to do it for this week's show. Thank you again so very much for taking the time to spend and share with me and tuning in this week. Special thanks to everybody who came out to the meet of the month at Sleepy Hollow Refreshments this past weekend in the Magic Kingdom or that I saw over the weekend at Epcot during the Food and Wine Festival as I broadcast and grazed my way around it. I was not the first to pass that way, nor shall I be the last. Uh, I also want to thank some members of the WW Radio Nation family, including a bunch of new members this month, including Ruffin Michael82, Karen Lucy, Michael Camp, Corey Bassett, Tom Nolan, and Zach Finley. I sincerely appreciate you and all that you do to help support the show. And if you want to find out how to join the Nation family and get exclusive rewards every month, like scavenger hunts, access to our private Facebook group, personalized Magic Band covers, logo gear, t-shirts, monthly care packages from Walt Disney World, special live video group calls, and lots more. You can visit www.radio.com support. Also, quick reminder that The Purge is still going on, and by The Purge, I mean The Purge of the Boxes and boxes and boxes of Disney collectibles that I have accumulated over the years that have been in my garage and it's time to let them go and share them with you. I have everything from documents to books to attraction scripts and cast member materials and lots more. New auctions begin and end every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. To see this week's auctions, visit www.radio.com slash ebay. And I hope you know that I am not only grateful for the ability to share my passion for Disney with you through the show, but I would love to hear from you. So if you have an email you want answered on the show, you can email me, lou at www.radio.com. Call the voicemail, better yet, call the voicemail from the parks at 407-900-9391. You can tweet me, Facebook me, Instagram me, at Lou Mangello, and also like the page over at facebook.com slash www.radio. And please help spread the word, invite others to as well. Of course, you know, especially if you came to the meet of the month this past week or any of our meets or events in the past, well, I love connecting with you online. Nothing beats a handshake and a hug. That is why I do monthly meetups in Walt Disney World. We do special events and cruises. You can click on the events page over at facebook.com slash Radio. The next meet of the month in October, still working on an exact date, probably going to be close to the middle of the month. Don't have that locked in just yet. But I would love for you to join us next June 25th through the 30th for our Double Dip Castaway Key Cruise. Listen, Disney cruises are better when they are shared with friends and even more betterer when you have two stops at Castaway Key. For more information, visit www.radio.com slash 2017 cruise. Also, I do other events, not just in the parks, but on the road as I travel to speak at conferences and schools. 
and to find out how I can maybe come to help you, your school, your business, your event, you can visit lumangelo.com. Uh, speaking of events, there, there is still a little bit of availability left for my event coming up October 15th and 16th in Walt Disney World. It is called Momentum, and it is a way for you, no matter where you are on your journey, to help you pursue your passion while you build and grow your business and brand. And unlike other events, this is going to be very small, limited to just 50 people. We're going to leverage some of the lessons that we can learn, not just from Walt and the Disney theme parks, but I just announced some of the itinerary this week. We're going to learn about live video, some of the, the unsexy side of being an entrepreneur, accounting, basic accounting for entrepreneurs, how to pitch yourself and get on TV from a former news anchor, marketing with Facebook, building and growing your community, why you need to podcast, how to do it, and lots more. Again, unlike other conferences too, this is not just going to be presentations one after the other, but a really interactive workshop element. And just because you're listening this far into the show and because you're my friend, if you go to lumangelo.com slash momentum and order your ticket and use code LUFRIEND, 40, that's one word, Lou Friend 40 you'll save 40% off the Saturday ticket event. The Sunday Mastermind Group is sold out, but we do still have some limited availability for Saturday. Again, that's LouMangelo.com slash Momentum. Uh, as always, thanks to my partners and friends, including Mouse Fan Travel, whether you're coming to World, Land, Cruise, Adventures by Disney, to overseas with us next year, you can visit them over at MouseFanTravel.com. For not just the best prices, not only the available discounts, but more importantly, the incredible level of personal service that they will give to you. Visit CelebrationsPress.com to order Celebrations Magazine. And as always, my friends, and you are my friend, whether we have met yet or not, and you continue to demonstrate that week after week, day after day. But all I ask is that if you like this show, please help spread the word. Let others know about it. Tweet out that you're listening to this episode or your favorite episode. Share in your favorite Facebook group or page. And please take a minute to just go over to iTunes, rate and review the show there. Thanks to you, we have more than 1,200 five-star reviews. Please keep them coming. I want to thank some recent reviewers, like DJMI Kegs, who says it is magical, one of the best Disney podcasts you'll find, a great mix of history, questions, interviews, and current content. You can feel the passion. I love that, brother. Thank you so much. Uh, of course, he says, however, don't listen when you're hungry, which is good news. Uh, Yorkie275 from the UK says it's brilliant. Excellent for keeping your inner Disney fed. And Cougar3514V said this is everything for the Disney geek, regardless of what you love about Disney. The podcast has it, including my brand of cohorts. Cohorts? Becky, Tim, and all the guests are incredibly well-versed in everything. Uh, thank you so much. And you know what? I love this one. I'm going to read. Peg Teal says it always makes me smile, whether you're planning a trip to Disney or just need a dose till you get back. The banter's entertaining and the passion shines through and it always brings a smile to my face. And Peg, that is exactly what I want this show to do and maybe make you a little hungry. Uh, thank you all for the kind words and the reviews. If you'd like to leave a review, you can visit www.radio.com slash iTunes for a direct link and instructions on how to do it. And finally, um, I, again, um, I, I wish I could figure out other ways to say and express my gratitude uh, to you. Um, when I meet some of you, like at the meet of the month this past week, and I'm able to say it to you, to your face, um, because you allow me and empower me and inspire me every day 
to do what I do. And I want to try and help you if I can anyway. So whether it's with the podcast or with coaching or speaking or the Momentum event. And I, I thought this week, you know, in talking to somebody about how difficult the journey is, you know, sometimes you only just see um, the front facing side of things and, and uh, a line from, as always, a Disney movie came to me and it was from Grandmother Willow in Pocahontas who said, sometimes the right path isn't the easiest one. And that's not just true for business, but life and anything else that you encounter. And always remember that, especially when the times start to get a little tough or you're frustrated or confused or tired or whatever it might be. Um, as long as you know you're going down that right path, uh, I promise you that the journey and the experience is worth it in the end. You have proven that to me and continue to do so every single day. So for that, I thank you sincerely. I hope you have the best week ever. I hope to see you this week live on Facebook or next week on the show. Have a great week. See ya. Hey, Lou. It's uh, Bobby Frieden from New Jersey commenting on last week's show, 458, on Tudo Gusto and Tudo Italian. Um, I never was at Tudo Gusto, but last week I had one of the best meals in Disney World at Tudo Italian for lunch. Uh, everything was amazing from the bread to dessert. Uh, the atmosphere was amazing, all the paintings. I've been there before when I was younger to Alfredo's, but uh, yeah, I can't really remember it, but when I went this time, it was really amazing, the atmosphere. And the bread was equally amazing. All the food was, so to start with the bread, and then I I had the, the ravioli, which I don't know if it was the same that you just ate, but it was amazing. By far the best meal I had in that trip. Um... And I, unlike you, I picked on uh, everyone else's. I, I picked on the fettuccine with the pesto. That was really good. The spaghetti, the one of the sandwiches was good. And for dessert, I had the strawberry sorbet. It was delicious, melting in your mouth. Fresh strawberries. Oh, yeah. And uh, our, our server was great, too, you know, and I can't remember what his name was. But he helped us uh, trace back some of our roots in Italy where they were, and he taught us how to pronounce some words. And all in all, it was an amazing experience that capped off a wonderful trip with my family. Uh, and that's it. And Bobby from New Jersey, I love what you do. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, Lou. It's Barry from Knoxville, Tennessee. I just got finished listening to your latest episode, the one about uh, the favorite Disney moments that we wish that we had witnessed. And uh, one of the ones uh, that occurred to me, although you all pretty much covered everything that I had on my list, uh, was uh, back when the Disney animators were putting together Steamboat Willie, uh, there was a moment when they screened the movie or the, the short and and before they added music to it, they actually had an impromptu impromptu band session where the animators and and producers and Walt and and some of the other folks got together for that screening and played instruments and 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 played the uh, Steamboat Willie song uh, while the film was going on and 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 just sort of had a preview of what a, a an animated short or an animated feature could sound like with sound. And um, it sounded like it's always been a, a joyous moment to to have witnessed um, to see the uh, all these folks gathered around with the movie going and the playing the music and singing and just having a great time. And I would love to to be a witness to that. 
Um, so that's, that was my moment. And then you also mentioned uh, where would we take Walt if uh, he was available uh, in this time period, what restaurant. I think the, the natural place would be 50s Primetime Cafe. Uh, he would probably feel right at home there, um, and he would, I'm sure, be able to find something on the menu there that he would find very familiar. So thank you so much for the show. Thank you so much for um, all the things you do, and I appreciate it and look forward to many more. Thank you. Hello, Lou Mangiello. It's Charlene Nagy from West Seneca, New York, calling in to say our e-ticket adventure is 48 days away. Oh, wow. That is happening uh, so fast. I cannot believe it. We are going to be flying to New York City and sailing out of there, and I heard the sailing is going to be absolutely beautiful. We're going to have to be on deck to go out and see the Statue of Liberty and everything and pass under some bridges and that. So can you just imagine seeing that view from a ship, especially a Disney ship with Disney characters? I am so excited. Then my next excitement is going to St. Martin, where I've never been, Tortola in Puerto Rico, and having a nice time, two days of relaxation. The whole cruise is going to be relaxing, but wow. And my daughter is getting married in one week. Yes, that's what I said. Yes, one week. Can you believe it's already here? I am so excited to have Alicia and Mike um, get married next week and Mike become really, really, really part of our family. Um, I'm just wishing them the best and hoping that they um, have beautiful weather and stuff. It looks like it's going to be uh, gorgeous so far in the 70s, which is perfect um, for a fall wedding. So I hope you all have a very magical weekend. Stay safe. Stay positive, like Lou always says, and thanks, Lou, for everything you do and your family love and friendship um, to you and to everyone. Have a great weekend. The suspense is terrible. He's going to go this time. I hope it'll last. But hurry, please. We have so much time and so little to see. Wait a minute. Strike that. Reverse it. Thank you. Augusto, sweetheart, saves our room for later. And up until now, I've pressed them all. Except one. This one. If you want to view paradise, Simply look around and view it Anything you want to do it Want to change the world There's nothing to it We are the music makers And we are the dreamers of dreams Don't forget what happened to the man who suddenly got everything he always wanted What happened? He lived happily ever after <laughs> 